Hi, I'm Simon Theakston, and welcome to the 2021 Theakston's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year. The way the global obsession with the crime genre continues to grow year on year is simply astonishing, and this year's long list proves the remarkable talent on offer in crime writing from legends of the craft to eager-eyed newcomers. The short list is already too close to call, so we encourage everyone to get voting. A hearty toast of Old Peculiar to all our long-listed authors for this coveted award, and we look forward to what we know will be a fiercely fought competition. In the meantime, I'm going to have a glass of Old Peculiar, because they say an Old Peculiar and a crime novel go very well together. I'll tell you why if you come to the festival in July. Good health. Hello, I'm Joe Haddo, and this is our series of interviews with the Feakston's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year Award Long Listees, produced and curated by Harrogate International Festivals in partnership with title sponsor Feakston's Old Peculiar. Today, I'm joined by international best-selling author Liz Nugent. Hello, Liz. Hello, Joe. And I've just been reminded by you, because you've got an incredible memory, that we met back in 2014. Was it really that long ago? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which must have been the publication of your debut, was it? Yes, that's right. Unraveling Oliver. Yeah, back in oh. 2014. And we've got the lovely Ryan Tubridy to thank for being introduced. Oh, he was fantastic. He was great. <laughs> yeah, he's been a big supporter of mine in Ireland anyway. And he always has me on his radio show to, to interview me about every novel I've had out. So, oh, uh, wow. Yeah, I remember him telling you know I I actually remember him uh, holding up your book to me, going, "Have you come across this yet?" And I said, "Oh, I don't think I've read that." And he said, "You've got to read this." <laughs> um, and I wonder if it's, it's because he he'd got a very early early proof, or perhaps yeah, it came he, out in Ireland before or something. But um, he was on it. Yeah, he 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 was an early champion, and he was talking about you know this book that he had that he couldn't talk about yet. <laughs> And then when he when he did interview me, finally, he said, this is the book that I've been going on about. So, yeah, I was tough. And for, th- for those listening who don't know who the lovely Ryan Tuberty is, he is a radio and TV presenter over in Ireland. And he is a huge champion of books and a big reader. And, uh, and we love him for it, um, especially Liz. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, and congratulations, Liz, on being long-listed. We're not talking about that book from 2014. We're talking about Our Little Cruelties. So this is your fourth novel. And as with your previous books, it contains a great cast of characters. Perhaps you could just set it up a bit and tell us about Luke and Brian and William. Okay. It's, uh, it's about three brothers who grew up in the same house, with the same education, the same parents, but the ha- how they are treated by their parents is very different and it sets up rivalries uh, between them from a very early age. So we follow them from early childhood to sort of middle age to kind of late 40s, early 50s. But in the opening chapter, we know that one of the brothers has murdered one of the other brothers. So it's a kind of a, a why done it, a who done it, how done it and who is it because we don't know which brother is dead until we get to the end so yeah it's kind of a triple axel i guess oh, i love that of, of the crime writing um how done it who done it where done it why done it who is <laughs> it throw them all in there. Who, <laughs> yeah. who is it yeah yeah <laughs> and fame and celebrity are a big part of the of the backdrop to this story and indeed right. each of the characters what what sort of made you want to r- write about that and, fo- and focus in on that 
I think because celebrity has become like such a a an unquantifiable thing now. People used yes. to be famous for their skills and their talents, and now people are famous for all kinds of reasons which have nothing to do with skill or talent. Mm. And uh, I I really want to explore it from the angle of these three brothers who are all the children of a celebrity and how they each strive for celebrity in their own ways. Mm. And I was also very inspired by watching uh, a YouTube video of Nina Simone singing Stars at the Montreux Jazz Festival in 1976, where, you know, she suffered from bipolar disorder and she's clearly not in her right mind when she is performing this song. And the song is about the dangers and perils of celebrity. So that, I mean, I'd advise anybody to go and have a look at that. It's, it's a brilliant piece of filming, but it's absolutely, uh, it's heartbreaking to watch. It's heartbreaking to watch this woman who is so incredibly talented and so brilliant, sort of lose it a bit on stage. You know, she shouts at somebody in the audience and then she forgets the lyrics of the song that she's singing. Um, it's terribly sad, but terribly moving. Mm. And uh, I just thought, yeah, celebrity can can ruin people. So let's explore that. And you're, you're so right, I think, that in 2021, celebrity has taken on a, a different meaning completely to what we might have associated with that word in 1991 or even 2001, maybe. Absolutely. In that, for me, and I don't know if this is the same for you or, or those who are watching, but it used to be that, you know, if you saw someone on the telly or you read someone's books or you heard someone on the radio, you know, that it saw them in a film, et cetera, that, that's, that was them being famous, playing, playing sport, you know, at a, at a top level. And, and we've still got all those, but now it seems, you know, that the that, that people who are just loud and have millions of people who watch them be loud on social media are now celebrities or, you know, people who That's true. talk and, and about things like clothing. After and it's, it's just sort of expanded, isn't it? It has. And it's also, I mean, because of social media, it's also very easy to get cancelled for something you might have said or done 10 years ago, you know, and it's, it's very easy to have that snatched away from you um, for, for major, uh, but plus kind of minor dis misdemeanors. So um, yeah, that's, that, that was the real focus of mm. the, of the book, I guess. And you often, I find you often write complex characters. And I wondered if that's partly because you're, well, you're talking about Nina Simone, but like, are you quite fascinated by people in general? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big observer of people and I have no degree in psychology or um, psychiatry, but I think because I was a sick kid. I was one of those kids who, you know, who couldn't really take part in a lot of sport. So I was a bit of an outsider in school. And I think um, a lot of, you find a lot of writers were sick kids. So we escaped through books, but we also, because we were that little bit on the outside, we became observers, like quiet, obser well, I wasn't so quiet, <laughs> but I was definitely, I was definitely an observer of human nature and how people 
reacted to each other and to the world and to society and how their attitudes were formed and changed and influenced by other people. And I think, you know, influencers now, uh, influencing has become a, a brand in itself and mm. that frightens me. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I'm excluding book bloggers from that. Yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> we love book bloggers. <laughs> They're the exception to the rule. They can influence as much as they like. Influence away, book yeah. bloggers. Yeah. Um, how did it feel then to hear you'd be long listed for this award, especially after, you know, 2020, which was a year we'd all like to forget in the end. You know, it must have it must have been a nice email or phone call to receive. Well, the Thixton old peculiar crime writing festival and the, the crime novel of the year is is probably the biggest I think well I would consider one of the biggest awards that you can get so to yeah. be on the long list along with now I haven't seen the long list but along with the names I assume are there <laughs> just a, a huge huge privilege and um, I I'm really gobsmacked and thrilled and delighted to be part of it Really delighted. Um, well, and, and well-deserved it is, Liz. And, and what have you you missed, you know, most about not being able to go to Harrogate and what are you looking forward to when we can all be back together again? Well, I've missed, I've missed Harrogate so much. Like last year, um, I, I was to go and, you know, it, as things got closer, I realised this is not going to be possible. And I was devastated yeah. because Harrogate, believe it or not, is like the highlight of my summer holidays. <laughs> because I use, I, I go around to lots of literary festivals, like there's a literary festival in Ireland almost every weekend. And I use those, um, you know, because I, I get invited to a lot of those festivals and I use those as my summer holidays. But Harrogate is always one of the best because you meet all of the other crime writers and you get to meet real crime fans, like the real people who are, you know, really into crime writing. And um, it's it's one of the few festivals that's exclusively devoted to crime writing. Yes. So it's a really exciting one. And uh, I really miss the readers. I miss the tent. I miss uh, all of the, the talks, which are so fascinating. Mm. And they come up with, like, there was a Brexit one the last time I was there in 2019. And uh, it, it it's all just such a mix and, the, you know, you're rubbing shoulders with, you know, the, the biggest names, really the biggest names that are alive. I, I, I still, you know, I, I, I still expect Agatha Christie's ghost is definitely wandering <laughs> around there somewhere. Definitely. We all, we all think and hope that, don't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's I, she's I, sort I, of watching. Every, Every night that I spend in the Swan, I hope that to be visited by her ghost or to at least pick up some of her DNA off the furniture. Yes, yeah. come on. <laughs> come on, you know, <laughs> rub yourself against the walls and maybe you'll get some more inspiration. It's fun. It's great fun. Yeah, and it's so you're so right about the sort of the summer holiday thing. And I think for me, it it has always been the sort of the kick, it always kick-started the the summer for me, you know, and um, uh, like most people who go regularly and most crime writers, you know, I really, really missed it last year, but looking forward to getting back there and being with everyone and, you know, having a, a good old pint of the Feakstons out on the lawn. Um, 
And remember, all of our long-listed books are available to buy from W.H. Smith. And if you've already read Liz's book and you know that you want it to be the winner, well, why not head over to HarrogateTheakstonCrimeAward.com and you can cast your vote there. Liz, it's so lovely to, to see you, even though it's over Zoom, and I look forward to being in the same bar, crowded room, lawn, insert something else here together in the future. 